What's good, guys? It's your host, Adrian Evans. Welcome to the Black Wealth Media Podcast, where we dive into the stories of black entrepreneurs and we talk about how we can create wealth and build legacy within the black community. Let's get into this episode. Savion. Yes, sir. Yeah, I can hear you. It might be better with headphones. I'm putting. Do you wear headphones? No, I don't. No, I'm not wearing headphones. My phone like super low. Hold on. Oh, okay. Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's better. Yes, sir. Cool, cool. All right, man. Welcome to the Black Wolf Media Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Evans, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good, man. Good, good. Um, So how's everything been going for you, man? Everything is good. You know, uh, Corona was crazy, but it's getting back to normal. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, so uh, why don't you, uh, you know, introduce yourself and tell the people a little bit about you? I got you. So my name is Savion Washington. I'm from uh, Garland, Texas. That's a uh, that's like a suburb city northeast of Dallas. And uh, I currently live in a, a small town that my uh, college was in. It's called Stephenville, Texas. So I'm out in Texas. Um, used to be a football player here at Tarleton, Tarleton State University in Stephenville. I started my own business about two years ago. And it's been everything. And it's it's so big out here. That's why why me and my wife we end up moving back. So I'm a um, I'm a I'm a performance coach. I I train a lot of kids. I motivate a lot of kids around here, uh, ages five to eighteen. I work with some college students too. I train some uh, older men and women as well. Just kind of like a side hustle. But my biggest thing is motivational speaking. Like I like talking to people, and I feel like I was just born with a gift, so I use it every day. And that's a little bit about me. Okay, what's up, man? So, um, so I noticed, man, you you uh you do work with a lot of kids, which I think is, um, pretty dope. Um, can you tell me like why you wanted to start working with kids? Uh, yep. So, for me, uh, I grew up as the oldest of five, and my mom was always single. When I say single, she was never married. Right? She had boyfriends and stuff like that. But being the oldest, I never had a. Like I didn't meet my dad till about four years ago, so I never had a a father figure. I never had a, a big brother, big sister. I was always that guy, just going around my neighborhood. Like I grew up in a neighborhood, it was like a, a lot of a lot of bad kids around. Nobody like you could really look up to. And I was like, man, how cool would it be if I could be that person I always wanted to be for like a lot of other kids that I don't even know, but I'll be glad to get to know them. So I think the reason I I chose the youth is because like. I feel like the older we get, the more we realize the most fun times in life were when we were younger and we didn't have to worry about 
bills, you know, divorces, all that <laughs> stuff. So you look in the kid's face and you tell them stuff, they're just always glowing. They're not overthinking. They're not stressed out. They're not tired unless, you know, they're dealing with homework or something like that. But it's like they just have their free spirits. And I feel like all of us, bro, we should literally, like, try to get back to that place where we just have this free spirit. So that's why I chose to work with the U. That's pretty dope, man. That's pretty dope. Um, For sure. What What would you say, you know, motivated you to become an entrepreneur? So really it was the fear of dying without leaving an impact, you know, like mm. I watched my family, I watched my friends, I watched all these people as I was growing up, bro, like literally go to jobs that they didn't even like, you know, like, and I study a lot and I know that most people, like 99% of people, they spend a third of their life at work. And that's sad, bro. Like that's time. Time is everything. It's like something you can't get back. Like money is always going to be there. Money is a tool. Money, but I feel like we get so caught in trying to make a dollar that we forget. Right. Yeah, I'm still here. But, yep, so it was more – I'm sorry, but my headphones died, so I got off track. But it was more like just wanting to make an impact while making an income. Okay, that's what's up, man. So, like, what what motivates you the most? Sorry, say that one more time. What motivates you the most? So what motivates me the most is knowing that what I eat, right, the way I sleep, the way I think, the way I feel, it affects way more people than me. You know, like, it's like the masses, right? The people, they depend on me for, like, for, like, help. Like, my energy, I'm very confident. Not cocky at all, right? I'm confident. So my energy when I walk in the room, it has to be on point because somebody in there is watching and they need help. And I just feel like people, people, they're my true motivation. I feel like it's easy to say family. It's easy, easy to say my wife. It's easy. It's, that's like the, the that's like the easy way out for people. But for me, it's literally like trying to help as many people as I can before I die. Whether that's mentally, physically, financially, emotionally, just anything like that. That's dope, man. That's pretty. Cool. Um, yes, I, I think, man. I think it's real cool how you know, um, just being selfless. You know, yes, um, and and just putting your hand out there and you know giving people. Um, the nurturing that they need, I think that's pretty dope. Um, so, what my question, my next question, to you would be, um, what aspect of just being a fitness entrepreneur is the most difficult for you? What would you? Say? So, I think the most difficult, bro, because like literally, like I tell I, I tell people this all the time. I shouldn't even named it as the fitness, and I'm gonna go into detail about that name too here pretty soon. Yeah. But like fitness. Uh, I think I did that because I've been around, like, sports all my life. You know, like, I played soccer, football, basketball, ran track, all this stuff growing up. I was always, like, working out. But, like, I never, ever wanted to be, like, a like a personal trainer. Like, I never wanted to be, like, I don't know. I wanted to be a motive. Like, I wanted to be somebody that inspires people. Yeah. I was like, why not just do it the best way you know how, right? Get people to work out because – in some form of fashion, you'll need fitness before you die, whether that's physical fitness, right? We know that mental fitness or like anything, emotional fitness. Like I think people tend to forget, like you have to train your mind before you can even train your body. So right. I'll say the, the most difficult thing is probably like just 
trying to get people to realize that I'm far from a trainer. Like I, I like I call myself a motivator. Like I'd be saying like fitness motivator, or performance coach, or fitness not fitness of motivational coach or something like that. Like, um, and I, I don't have nothing against like personal trainers or because they're some of the best people I know. But it's like my message, my uh, my goal, my passion is so much deeper than fitness. But I think the most difficult thing, like I said, is just getting people to understand like that's not the end goal. Like I do it. Like I'm good at getting people hyped up. I'm good at getting people like out and about outside lifting and stuff like that. But I do it because I can talk to you as a motivational speaker, why you're doing it. So that's literally that. That's the most difficult thing. Okay. That's what's up, man. Um, so, you know, when it comes to being entrepreneur, you know, there are, there are always some type of, you know, some fear. Yep that you feel there's always a there's always fear is always there was yes, what I'm trying to say. um but what would you say like what aspect of you know entrepreneurship um scares you the most or doesn't scare you the most or like you know th- does that make sense to you yes know? it does so fear fear is like the number one killer really like it like not only myself, but a lot of other people, it causes you to live in what I call like a a template lifestyle, you know, like that box, the matrix or something like that. It's like uh it slows you down, it causes overthinking, self doubt, which sometimes I still struggle with that. Like as an entrepreneur, you you like you have no safety net, right? Like right. You're lying, like you eat what you kill, like every single day, like it's all on you. Yes, that's it. So I think hmm. You're saying like what has been the biggest fear or how do you deal with it? Um, so like what what has been your biggest fear? Really, uh entrepreneur. Biggest fear is just like my biggest fear honestly is uh me getting to a success point like financially where I don't wanna uh it's almost like I don't I don't ever wanna lose my why. Like I fear that, right? Because mm-hmm. Like, a lot of stuff has came in at me fast in two years, right? I started this with negative $459 in my bank account. Mm. Right? Me and my wife were staying at my mom's house back in Dallas. We were staying at her mom's house sometimes back in Fort Worth. Um, and we were just always like, man, like, we're like, man, we do not want to work for somebody that, oh, we don't want to go to a job that we don't like. Like, we'd rather be poor. You know, we were saying stuff like that. And we are like, we'll be out of this one day. Everything will be fine. Like, we kept, that's like the power of the tongue, too. We just kept talking, but literally went from zero to a hundred so fast, bro. And I tell Lindsay this all the time. I, Lindsay is my wife. I pray all the time. I talk to God. I'm like the moment that money changes the way I think changes my wife, changes my, you know, my perception on what I believe in all that. I just, like I hope and pray that God just strips it all away from me. Like, you know, like I'd rather be poor than forget the reason why I started, you know? So it's yeah. like much deeper than like currency. So my biggest fear is literally like not, stand along the foundation and it's so easy to get sidetracked distracted because i'm meeting literally top entrepreneurs top entrepreneurs i mean a lot of successful people i mean a lot of like a lot of socials and there's so much temptation and so much all that and that's literally the biggest fear is like slipping up so you got to stay on your your toes facts facts man so you know you said something that you just said like that stood out to me you got you had negative 459 dollars in your account yes how did you guys 
you know, how did you guys dig deep with inside yourselves? And how, how were you able to? So it got crazy. Like it got bad. So literally, like, and the reason it was negative 459 is because that's how much my note is that I'm still paying, you know? And yeah, it's funny because I could pay it all off, but I'm telling my mom and Lindsay, I'm like, man, I need a line of credit. I might as well keep paying on it, you know? But yeah. it's literally like we were at rock bottom, bro. And what's funny is, like, Lindsay's family, my family, they would have helped us with money if we asked, but we didn't want to do that. You know, we wanted to work yeah. for ourselves. So it just got bad where we both fell into like a depression and we were drinking heavily, you know, smoking a little bit and stuff like that. But yeah. we're trying to take away the pain, the the regret, sorrow. We were really feeling sorry for ourselves just because we didn't have a, we felt like we didn't have a reason to exist, you know? So literally, but it got bad. It was July 26, going on July 27, 3 a.m. in the morning and I literally was, I woke up from a bad nightmare. It was a dude chasing me, trying to kill me. Later on, I learned that that, that person was myself. It was the person I didn't want to be, but wow. literally woke up, bro. I got my wife laying on one end of a couch, me on one end. I'm crying. I'm mad. She's still asleep. It's like 3 a.m. I'm like, man, I do not want to be here. Like, what the hell am I doing? I got my beautiful wife laying on the couch. I'm staying with my mom. I ain't got no job. I got a master's degree. Like, what is life like? Right. I'm mad, bro. Like, literally about to commit suicide just because I didn't know why I existed. I was like, it's whether I'm here or whether I'm gone, like, who cares? You know, like, it was, I was numb, man. I got a knife, bro. I'm in the bathroom in my mom's two-bedroom two apartment. And I'm literally looking at this person in the mirror, like, talking to this, like, it's two different people. Like, the person mm -hmm. in the mirror, I hate him, right? I'm crying. I'm mad. But there's a voice in my head, like, Savior, you good, man? You're here for a bigger reason. Just find it, you know? So I'm a strong believer in God, and I feel like, he he led me to act in a much better way because if I would have acted in the way the devil had me, I would have, I would have, that was been the most selfish act I would have ever committed because, like, literally, bro, like, I'm like that light in my family. I'm the light in this neighborhood. I'm the light in this apartment. Like, it's, it's deep. So, literally, went back to sleep, woke back up two hours later, like, at 5 a.m. I'm walking around the park I grew up at. Like, this is in Garland, Texas. I'm just walking around the park, like, looking to the sky, still mad like God. Please talk to me. Like, what am I here for? I know it's a bigger reason. And I kid you not, bro. Like, seven minutes into the walk, I was like, just start your own thing. Like, I heard that. So it was like, call hmm. my wife, right? Because <laughs> once you once you uh, come on with an idea, you want to tell your best friend first. So I'm like, hey, Lindsay, right. I got an idea. I think it might work. She's like, let's go. After I told her I'm starting my own thing. And I was like, man, a lot of people support me and stuff. Like, I think. Not only that, I think I know it can work. And she was like, let's go. So literally, that was July 27. Three days later, on a Monday, I'm up at like 5 a.m. just grinding, bro. Like, I trained four people that day. Wow. It's still on my Facebook. I shared it the other day because I just came up came up on my two-year anniversary. That was the best first day of, and I put it in quotes, work that I've ever been at because it wouldn't even work. It was like a passion, bro. And like, from that day forward, my wife would tell you the same thing. It's just been, I'm, a, I'm obsessed with it. And some days it's scary because it's like, we don't have kids, but it's like, it's a kid that was born. that got to take care of it because yeah, like so many people depend on it. I depend on it. She depends like, you know, but literally, bro, it's literally just stepping on faith and just believing in yourself. And it's a lot of bad days. Like still like, yeah, it's just your mind. It can't cut off. And you're trying to, you're trying to quiet your mind because you don't want to think about it all the time. Like you want to have fun in life, but it's like, I got to protect as the fitness. I got to do this. I got to do that. So, Literally, it was just stepping on faith. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. The the whole time you was talking, man, I didn't have, I didn't got goosebumps a couple times. Yes, sir. It's crazy, bro. Like it's deep, man. That was deep. That was very deep, man. And, and that's so dope. Um, so like, you know, now now 
how do you feel emotionally, mentally? Like, you know, when it comes to every aspect of you, yep. how do you feel right now in the place you're in now? Well, I literally feel like, and I cannot make this up, bro. Like, I'm looking out the window in this apartment that we absolutely love. We're about to move into the house tomorrow, but we wish we could stay here forever just because me and Lindsay like the simple things. Yeah. Like, literally, it feels like a dream. I swear. I promise on everything, but it's like, I was doing like a, a motivational speech, I think two weeks ago for like a, a charity event I did. Yeah. When I told the crowd the same thing, I said, y'all, I thank y'all so much for being here. Right now, I feel like I'm on cloud nine, right? Like, like I'm getting chills as I tell you this, bro. Like, I was literally like, man, like, like some days, bro, I wake up and like, what is this? Is this really life? Like, once you find a bro, you're dangerous. And like, yeah. obviously, you know Nipsey Hussle. I know Nipsey Hussle. I study Martin Luther King. I study all these greats and, I tell you, like that feeling they had, the life they live, I feel that every day. And I'm, I move like different now because I'm like, man, like I decoded the matrix. Like yeah. I gotta protect myself and my wife because it's that J word, that jealousy is out there. It's haters out there, and they they're looking at me and they want it to fall. They want it to fold. They want me hurt, you know. So it's like, it's like I just gotta keep the guard up, Lindsay. She gotta keep a guard up. But bro, it's it's a movie. It's a dream. Wow, that's dope. That's so dope, man. Um. Oh, I'm super happy for you guys, man. Super happy for you. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. So do you feel like you have reached that place of success? Matter of fact, what is success to you? Okay. Yep. So success, and I saw this question too when you sent it to me. Like success, success to me is like it's it's literally never attainable. You know, that's it's, that's the craziest thing. You know, like I look at success as like a a destination you're always traveling right <laughs> once you think you've reached it like that's complete like you're complete now you're like you're you're like i don't know you're stuck you're mediocre which i mean i'm not dumb like i know what success is but it's like you should always want to be better no matter where you are if you're bill gates right now if you're elon musk if you're lebron james michael jordan rest in peace kobe Bryant. that's my favorite player in history but like all those guys like they were hungrier that's why kobe did movies that's why lebron working on movies schools all this like you want to win so bad. Jordan with the shoes. Elon Musk trying to build underground tunnels for the Tesla. Like, you know, like, there's no level to success, bro. Like, and I tell Lindsay all the time, like, like I, I motivate, I train on the side. Like, I, I, I'm a trainer on the side, but my true motivation is speaking. Like, mm. the moment training never is not fun for me, I'm going to just hire 100 people to do it for me, and I'm just going to do what makes me happy, you know? So, mm. I think, to me, success is like, mm, it's obviously we know this is being fulfilled and what you're doing or fulfilled and what you're doing and loving what you're doing. And like money is a tool that we need, right? We need it to, you know, provide for our family. We need it to pay the bills. We need it to get nice things. But I feel like true success is when you're truly happy, bro. Mm, I feel that. I definitely feel that. Yes, sir. Um, so, what kind of opportunities has, you know, been presented to you as an entrepreneur now? So, so you said, um, like, I know you said, you know, what's up guys. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you are, I want you to take a screenshot of yourself listening and I want you to tag at underscore the black book media pod. That'll be a big help as far as getting the message out. Also, I want you to go ahead and leave a five-star review and go ahead and subscribe. And let's get back to the show. Um, 
like basically okay so basically like you know where you are now as an entrepreneur what kind of opportunities have you know been presented to you as far as like you know have you been able to um, meet new people um, get business opportunities like what kind of stuff so literally um like i also believe in law of attraction right and what that is is like you attract the people you need to be around if you're truly yourself, right? Like uh, if you're living in your gift, living in your purpose, the people you need to be around, they'll naturally attract to you. So literally I've met the best people in the world, not just the place we live in now, but like people through social media, people through traveling, people through, uh, you know, other people, you know, it's like, it's like you can feel a certain energy. And once that happens, bro, like everybody comes towards you. Like I've met, millionaires i kid you not i met one billionaire and mm. like literally he was like hey man uh hey i know this person i know this person if they feel you're like if they feel you being authentic authentic they'll just they'll they'll attract to you but a lot of times you'll try to act a certain way when you're around like quote unquote a top dog or a high roller right and then they feel that they're like oh they're fake like i don't need yeah. to be around them you know so as far as people has been good uh I think the most the most beautiful thing that's happened so far is like the kids, you know, that look up to you. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I've always wanted to be a pro athlete. All like that's my lifelong dream, and it wasn't able to happen. And I, I feel like everything happens for a reason. And I tell people this all the time, bro. Like if I would have made it to the NFL, MLS, or anything like that, I didn't know money, right? I came from like yeah. literally nothing, so I would have like blew it on everything. I would have been bankrupt that but like struggling it taught me how to like manage stuff it taught me how to you know just appreciate stuff way more and stuff like that so i think the biggest opportunities that have come my way is just the people i've met the people i've been around okay okay that's what's up man um so you know what did it take like okay so you know think about yourself two years ago right what type of, you know, mindset shift did it take to get to where you are now? So and- literally, bro, it's a lifestyle change. Uh, mm, okay. I was telling a story earlier today. Like, when I first started, bro, like, I told you before, me and Lindsay got into that dark place. I was like, we were drinking heavily and doing all that stuff, partying and stuff, trying to numb the thoughts and stuff, all that. Literally, bro, I was sober for, like, six months when I started. So from July 30th, 2018... Till about December, like till New Year's Eve, didn't drink nothing, bro. All my friends, like, man, this dude crazy. Like, he come to the party, but he got water bottles, but he just dancing and all that, just happy. Like, <laughs> it's literally like to elevate, to grow, to change, or to want change, to be changed, bro. You gotta like, you gotta flip the switch and just learn that if you sacrifice, that's the S and S dub. If you sacrifice um stuff like stuff you want, right, for stuff you need now. You can have all that later on in life, and you'll be completely happy, you know. So it was like, it was literally just, man, it was like a lifestyle change. Thanks. That's what's up. So, did you ever have to? Um, did you ever like, you know, when when it came to that lifestyle change, did you also have people that you had to separate yourself from? And, oh yeah, no doubt. How, and how how was that for you? It was hard at first. But as you kept going and saying, like, how life was changing, like, right in front of you, yeah, you were like, man, like, they'll understand later, you know? And a lot of people did. Like, they didn't take it the wrong way, right? They asked me to go out and stuff. I was like, man, I can't. Like, I got to go to sleep, you know? Like, 
Yeah. Or they ask me to go here, go there, or do this, do that, or hey man, you should. I was like, nah, yeah, nah, I gotta work, gotta grind, gotta hustle, gotta go. So literally, like, if you do well for people, do right for people, they'll never take it the wrong way. Like, and who's meant to be in your life? If they're meant, bro, they'll literally come back to you, right? Like, I agree. That's facts. Um, so you know, like. Who would you say are your top three? Um, okay, what people would you say inspire you the most? Like, who are the top three people that inspire you the most and why? The top three people that inspire me the most. So do you mean, like, people I know or, like, the famous <laughs> people? Um, it could be both. All right. So um, let's go in person first, like, the people I know. So it's my mom, right? I saw her work three jobs, uh, five kids at 24. You know, like, me and Lindsay, I'm 28. She's turning 28 yeah. in February. See, I had to say that because I feel old. But uh, <laughs> we can't even take care of a dog right now. So she, my mom had four kids. I mean, five kids at 24. Yeah. I had no dad. She was never married, working three jobs, bro. We living in a two-story house. I love shoes. I love clothes. She buying the stuff that I'm asking for. Now I feel bad. Back then, I'm like, I'm just trying to be like everybody else, you know. But yeah, I watched her struggle. I watched her deal with domestic violence. I watched her do all this. And. That's literally, I think she instilled this work ethic, this grind, this hustle in me. Like, I tell Lindsay this, I tell everybody this, well, most people, this is like, when I think I'm tired, I'm not tired. How can I be tired when she was going to work at 5 a.m., getting off at 1? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, I'm not good at math, but it's almost 24 hours, I feel like. So, you can't be, I don't know, like, that's my number one person, bro. Yeah. And then it's uh, a motivational speaker named Eric Thomas. Um, mm-hmm. E.T., E.T. Yes, that's my, man, I'm telling you, like, <laughs> I looked up to him, like, from 20, not 2015, like, I was a sophomore in college, and our coach had showed us, like, a, a clip, and just, it was like, how bad do you want it? It was that one where that dude was working yeah. out. Yeah. But oh, literally, yeah. like, right then, I was like, I need to meet this dude. And that's in, like, 2012, 2013, so I just really followed him, like, on YouTube, podcasts, and all that, for, yeah. like, the last eight years, and then when I had started, I was telling Lindsay, like, literally, like, I'm gonna message him every day on Instagram, he gonna reply, watch. She's like, I already know Savion, because, like, Lindsay calls it, like, saving magic, bro. Like, literally, the craziest stuff happens to me, bro. Like, I met my dad at 24. Never, ever knew him in my life. Whole yeah. family in Virginia, bro. Like, 400, 500 people that I never, ever knew. But That's I crazy. told her, I was like, he'll reply. So I kept messaging him from August 2018 to August 2019, almost every day. E.T., I can't wait to meet you. Attack today, E.T., da-da. Bro, he literally replies to me every morning. I send him a message right now, bro. Like, wow. he sends me these messages. He... It's crazy, bro. Like, I'm telling you, like, once you live in your gift and once, like, you're just yourself, like, I don't know, like, the people, they're going to, like, people, success, money, all that, it'll just attract to you. Like, you won't even try to go after it. It's going to come at you like a thousand miles per hour. So, yeah, that's number two. And then number three, bro. So, I said, my mom, Eric Thomas, I'm going to go, who inspires me? Um, Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> that's, that's literally who I'm chasing every single day. Like, like, what he stood for, how well he was, like how well spoken he was, how he did he would he didn't fear dying. Like, like at first I used to fear death because I didn't know why I lived. I, I like I can wait to die. Hopefully I live for like 70, 80 more years. But if I do die tomorrow, I'm I'm happy. Wherever I'm at, I'm happy because I'm like, man, I impacted somebody and like they'll impact somebody else because I decided to like impact them. So it's literally my mom, Eric Thomas, and Martin Luther King. Okay, that's dope, man. Um, 
you know, speaking on speaking on like, you know, death, I think that's dope, you know, to have that type of mindset because yep. especially a lot of you know, I'm twenty eight myself. A lot of young people our age, you know, we don't think like that. We be thinking like, Oh, I don't wanna die yet because Exactly. You know, I haven't I haven't done what I wanted to do yet. For sure. So I mean that that's definitely that's mindset. Um what do you think are some of the biggest lessons that you on this journey? So the biggest lessons I've learned on this journey. Um, like I was telling you earlier, bro, you got to remember why you started. Like mm-hmm. you got to because like every day won't be candy and sugar and sweets and dessert and all that, that, that wondrous make-believe life, right? Like the days that are hard, you gotta go back to your why. So, like biggest lessons is like remembering why I did it. Biggest lessons is um, learning how to manage time. You know, I still struggle with that. Like, yeah, it's crazy, but like when you're in your gift, right? I like I was telling one of my good friends out here. I was like, it's been two years. I haven't worked one day in my life, and it feels like every day is I'm still in that first month. Like, bro, time moves, like, fast. Like, yeah. I look at my watch every two hours. I'm like, God, dog, it's already August 5th. Like, man, it was just June 2nd. You know what I'm saying? So it's like learning how to manage time, stand. Like, that routine is so important, too. So that's a lesson learned, too. Like, routine, time management, obviously money management, money management, sticking to your why, um, keeping your circle small. Literally, all those lessons have been learned in literally two years, bro. Like, a lot of stuff that's gifted inside of me right now, it can't even be taught in school. So, like, I also have a goal to, like, start, like, programs, like, mentorships, programs and stuff like that, just to teach these kids at a young age stuff I never knew, right? Like, if they can get ahead before they have to get to that point that I was at where I didn't want to live anymore, that's a win for me. That's fire. That's fire. I like that. Sir. That's fire, man. Um, So, tell me, man, um, what kind of, you know, what kind of advice would you give a young, you know, a young person out there that wants to start a business and they might be in that, in that low place yep. um, where they just feeling insecure and just not happy with life? What kind of advice would you give them? I would tell them to literally just go, like, just go, like, step, like, take that first step because, like, like, obviously, I'm different, right? Everybody's different from the right. next person. So me, like, it was not a lot of thinking. I was like, I'm not about to talk about it. I'm just about to see what happens, right? If I fail, it'll be like, okay, at least he tried. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. a lot of people, right, and I know this because I talk to a lot of people, they just overthink it. They're always like, oh, what if this happens? What if that happens? Well, what if you never do it? You'll never know. You know what I'm saying? So it's literally like, just go. Like, action wins, right? And if you... Watch, if you try something and it, it doesn't feel right, it's not right, something else will come to you. I promise it happens every time. Like, if I go train this one team that I'm, like, iffy about, I'm, like, man, should I go train them? Or It's an area I'm not familiar with. I literally get there and I meet somebody else that's sitting on top of a cooler and we're talking for, like, two hours. We like the same things. They know these people. I know these people. And we connect. So it's literally, like, right. it's, it's just going. That's the only advice. Just go, right? Like, right. like. A lot of people want to have the master plan, right? The ducks in a row, the, the money. Like my sister, bro, I'll keep you not. My sister texted me yesterday, and she wouldn't be mad. I told you this, but she's like, saving. I want to start this, right? Uh, I got this money saved up, and I got this, I think I got this name and stuff. Uh, you got any ideas? Well, I'm not good at that. Like, 
I'm not gonna say her brand or whatever. But I was like, I'm not good at the stuff you're trying to do. But my advice was, don't worry about money that much. Just literally start with, start small, see if it works, then just build off that. So it's it's facts. just going. Facts, facts. That's what's up, man. Um, so you know, how do you feel? You know, how do you feel about um, entrepreneurship as far as it affecting your family life, like? How are you able to balance out being an entrepreneur and then also, you know, being a husband and right. a part of a family? How do you balance out that time? It's funny because me and Lindsay were talking. Lindsay, we were talking about that today. Like we went on a walk, just talking about that. Like I was like, it's like I don't know if you got kids, bro, but like most people I know in their twenties already have kids. You know, so yeah. Like obviously we want to have got kids one day. Yeah. So obviously we want to have kids one day. But literally, like, we got lucky that we don't have them yet because, like, we wouldn't have as much freedom as far as, as far as, like, doing what we, I don't, I, I can't say it like that. It's more of, like, we, we're, we're more free to, like, just work more, like, meet yeah. more people, you know, rather than, like, just always been at home and, like, I don't know, because you can't take a kid everywhere, right? Like, you right. take right. a kid to social hour or to this or that. So, literally, both, like we're still working on it right we're not perfect humans at all um she's a bit she's a busy lady with basketball she's a coach at tarleton like the college yeah. we went to then with me obviously i'm beyond busy but we we talk to each other a lot we we go out we you know like we try to we try to cut the cut the background noise off but no human is perfect it's so hard for both of us like she's in love with basketball that's her true passion i'm in love with helping people that's my true passion so we try to cut it off. Like we, we went to California like in June and we cut off all social media. It was the best thing we had ever did. Like we're just on the beach, just listening to the ocean and stuff like that. So I think it's more just talking to each other. Communication helps you find that balance in between like entrepreneurship and then the, the family life. But I think, I think by us not having a kid yet, it's teaching us how we need to live whenever that day comes, you know, like we need to put aside this time, this money, uh, this energy, because that's the thing, bro, where a lot of people mess up. Like, you got to give your family, your kids, you got to give them the same way you give them your business, your professional. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because the moment yeah. that slips up, it's like it's balanced. It's like three legs on the table, right? You got to be right. The business got to be right. And your family got to be right. Not in that order, yeah. right? The family got to be right. You, no, you got to be right. The family got to be right. Then the business. So if one of those are off, especially the family, well, your life will go tumbling so fast. It hasn't happened to me and it never will because I feel like I'm the master of my, 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 well, me and God, the master of my destiny. But I've talked to a lot of men and a lot of women that put that business first, you know, and now they like, man, yeah. like they chasing, they chasing something backwards, bro. But that's, that's it. Facts, facts, man. Um, So before we go, man, I'm, I, I want to ask, what are some of your biggest goals in the next five, uh, 10 years? Like, where do you see yourself? so the next five to ten years uh literally just i see myself as a as a tremendous husband right a super a super dope father you know i see myself as a a, a cool big brother uh the best grandson uh god i see myself just as an extremely good person i see myself Five to ten years, bro, in front of hundreds and thousands of people, just telling them like the real meaning of why I started, and we never even got to that, bro. That's how deep we've been. So, 
Mm. The S from S dub is sacrifice. The D is desire. The U is unstoppable. And the B is benefit. And what I tell a lot of people is that if you sacrifice something for the for the desire to be better and you're unstoppable in your in the process in your journey, you only benefit from it. But you gotta follow those first two steps first. The sacrifice, bro. You gotta sacrifice it because you want it bad, right? And like I had bad days, right? It rains outside, you know, like, but right. you gotta be unstoppable. Like, rain didn't stop Muhammad Ali from training. You know what I'm saying? Like, rain didn't stop uh, the, the people from building these buildings, you know? So, literally, like, all those, follow those three steps, you only benefit from it. And check this out, bro. That's the second meaning of it. The first meaning mm-hmm. is my name. S is Savion. Dub is like slang for W. It's Washington. So, S Dub. But, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah, like that. So I'm really a rapper. People don't know that, bro. Like, I'm cold <laughs> with the words. <laughs> no, but literally, bro, five to ten years is just uh, uh, more like a, a national figure, uh, talking to people in Washington, D.C., uh, Richmond, Virginia, just the biggest city, Seattle, L.A., Miami, uh, Dallas, obviously, Austin. Like, I just see myself in front of a lot of people talking, bro. Like, I see myself. I'm already writing one book. It'll be done at the end of this year. But okay. in five to ten years, I said I have, like, four or five books okay okay that's what's up up, man well i appreciate you man for you know uh doing this interview man and and also appreciate you for coming up here and you know just getting people game man just dropping gems for sure bro but i want to say you know um thank you for coming up on this episode i hope people i hope you guys were able to you know get something from uh savion washington the CEO of SW Fitness. Yes, sir. Also a motivational speaker. And um, I want to thank you guys for listening. And we out. Later. What's up, guys? It's me again. So tell me, what did you think about the show? I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, I would love for you to take a screenshot and tag at underscore the Black Wealth Media Pod and share this on your Instagram stories with your friends. That would be very appreciated. Also, go inside the podcast app to subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and a five-star review. This helps us get the message across all over the world so more people can listen. On top of that, I really do hope you guys enjoy the show and I'll see you next week on the Blackwell Media Podcast.